Welcome to Why Advice, a regular podcast aimed at demystifying financial advice and analysing topics that relate to finance and money. We've spent over a decade writing about financial and investment topics for our clients, and as good advice and common sense never goes out of fashion, we're revisiting some of these timeless articles while adding fresh content. We hope you enjoy these podcasts. Magellan Challenges Active Advisor Beliefs December 16, 2021 If you didn't know, Hamish Douglas is probably Australia's best-known fund manager and is the figurehead of one of the most recognisable funds management businesses in the country, Magellan Financial Group. For years, his flagship global fund has outperformed the market based on his convictions. It has afforded him rock star status, a cult-like following with investors, and the ability to get his message almost unfiltered into the media as many of Australia's finance journalists have acted as stenographers when reporting on his thoughts and comments. Until recently. Magellan's stellar performance has evaporated over the past 18 months. Its flagship fund's performance has trailed the market by 14.5% over the last year. This has dragged down its historical performance up to a decade and has seen investors leave its products, though since inception it still outperforms. As Magellan is also a listed company deriving fees from funds under management, this has seen its share price halve over the past year. These are just the facts, so we're not sticking the boots in. Our beliefs on investing are simple. The market indices are the best starting point and you tilt towards market factors such as size, value and profitability if you want to target a higher return over the long run. After doing so, you remain disciplined and patient because too much fiddling will only be a drag on your returns. None of this offers any guarantee. It is simply a process that focuses on what an investor can control because they cannot control performance. What's happening with Magellan is what has happened with many star fund managers. Over the long run, it's exceptionally hard to beat the market. The facts are clear. S&P's index versus active scorecard consistently show us this. The reasons why are because we're all human and it's hard to predict the future. Unfortunately, Mr. Douglas has been dealing with terrible personal issues over the past year. Sadly, his mother passed away and he also split up with his wife. The separation has fueled a financial media circus in recent weeks. The media, who previously fated him, have been going at him like a pack of jackals. They build you up and they're only too happy to rip you down again. Whether these personal challenges have undermined Magellan's performance, no one knows. However, as we've discussed before, as ghoulish as they are, studies have shown active investment managers underperform the market in the periods after parental bereavement and divorces. Despite the fact we have different investment beliefs, we wish Hamish and Magellan the best. Having a globally renowned fund manager based out of Australia is not a bad thing. Magellan may come flying back and prove the doubt is wrong. But that's the fund management business. And there's another angle to this story, the financial advice angle. A lot of financial advisors supported Magellan over the years. They jumped on board and helped build Magellan by using their funds and recommending them to clients. Money has long flowed in from advisors to Magellan, but as noted earlier, that has started to change. From the Australian Financial Review, 
It is becoming harder to keep planners on side with underperformance, and Magellan's outflows have risen from $260 million in the June quarter to $617 million in the September quarter. Multiple financial advisors told AFR Weekend they had advised clients to pull funds out of Magellan products, while others were still considering doing so. All asked to remain anonymous to avoid lengthy phone calls or visits from Magellan's business development managers. We recommend you sell down your entire holdings of the Magellan Global Fund. One firm, which had been a supporter of Magellan's for more than a decade, wrote to clients in October. It might seem strange for us to defend an active manager because we believe in something different, but we're going to make something of a case here. Why abandon Magellan now? If financial advisors are abandoning Magellan, it raises some big questions about their beliefs. Specifically, do they really have any? Unless a client has been invested in Magellan's global fund for over a decade, they've underperformed unless their advisor has judiciously been harvesting profits. The previous times these advisors have boasted to their clients about outperformance, well, they may not even exist anymore. These advisors will be abandoning Magellan with their clients behind the eight ball. Why? Because they want to look proactive in front of their clients. Magellan's underperformance has them panicking, and they have no answers to their conundrum beyond switching to a new manager, which kicks the problem down the road. These advisors have told their clients they believe in active management, which is their right, but many then sell their clients on their ability to select the best managers, often claiming it's part of their service and how they create value for clients. The question any client should ask is, if your skill is selecting the best managers, why didn't you see this coming? The next question is about time. Focusing on the long term is one of the big investment cliches. While everyone uses it, how genuine anyone is can be judged by how quickly they panic during a rough patch. A year and a half is nothing when investing. It is a statistical aberration. Admittedly, underperforming by 14.5% in 12 months isn't small and drags down historical performance, as we highlighted. But Mr. Douglas and Magellan's performance may come roaring back. All advisors preach to their clients about the long term. But if an advisor cuts and runs or chops and changes managers after a period of short-term underperformance, the question any client should ask is, how do you genuinely expect us to focus on the long term when you abandon a manager after 18 months? The next question is about selecting the replacement. If they are abandoning Magellan, they'll be looking for a new fund manager to fill the role. What are the criteria they use? They've already proven they couldn't see Magellan's underperformance coming, so how do they select the best replacement? Historic returns are just that, historic. So it doesn't matter what their returns look like, it'll be fascinating to find out how the decision is being made and sold to the client. The question any client should ask is, how do you know this new manager will be any better than Magellan? And if this manager's performance is poor, do you sell out again and look for another manager? Investing requires a set of beliefs, because it's the short term that tests the conviction of every investor. When a manager underperforms, as they inevitably all do, if you don't have the fortitude to stick with your beliefs, it starts a decision-making chain of abandoning your previous conviction for your next great idea. Inevitably, the next great idea will sooner or later underperform. What then? Clients put their trust in financial advisors for things they can't or don't want to do. Portfolio management is one of them. 
Some clients may not understand that this performance chasing behavior is futile and costly, but it will be sold as being proactive, judicious, and getting on top of a problem. In all likelihood, the advisors abandoning Magellan place too much focus on performance, something that can never be guaranteed. They've created a problem for themselves, and now they're trying to sweep the problem under a rug. There are better ways of doing things. This podcast is for informational purposes only, and the information contained is of a general nature and may not be relevant to your particular circumstances. The circumstances of each investor are different, and you should seek advice from a professional financial advisor who can consider if particular strategies and products are right for you. In all instances where information is based on historical performance, it is important to understand this is not a reliable indicator of future performance. You should not rely on any material on the podcast to make investment decisions and should always seek professional advice. The hosts and guests of the podcast may have positions in securities mentioned or discussed. Mansell Financial Group is an authorized representative number 226266 and credit representative number 403187 of FYG Planners Proprietary Limited, AFSL ACL number 224543. Thank you for listening to Why Advice.